the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on a beautiful uh, Sunday afternoon. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And we want you to come on out and visit with us. Good crowd out here today. Uh, maybe not as busy as yesterday, but that's okay for you. Uh, if you don't want that crowd, come on out. Uh, the fewer tomatoes. <laughs> Did you notice that? Are we hooked up? You are hooked up, sir. Um but uh, yeah, come on out. A little, a little fewer, but a uh, lot of the good, st- lot of the good stuff left. Yeah, most of the good. Well, well, I have people. I had two guys come up doing, yesterday. Hey. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that told me to keep you straight, wasn't he? Is that right? Oh, okay. uh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. What were you anyway, saying? Anyway, a uh, couple of couple, couple of people, hey, a couple of people came in yesterday and said that they're not having any luck. Is it working? It is. All right. Oh man, that's no fun. We are cooking with gas. <laughs> uh, said that they've had no luck with tomatoes. I haven't been able to grow tomatoes for the last couple of years. Hmm. And uh, I have to admit that the last season was not the greatest. but Yeah. And I, I always ask them, I said, I always ask them, did you get your plants here? Because chances are, well, the, the chances are real good, if not perfect, that uh, if you buy tomato plants here, and they're the recommended varieties for yeah. this area. And uh, most of them say, I don't remember where I got them. That means they didn't get them here. Yeah. And uh, we can't can't help you if you didn't get them here. Do the stickers, I don't know the answer to this. Do the stickers, stickers say determinate or indeterminate? Or no. you just have to know the? No. Okay. Well, all that we grow here, all that we sell here, and tests are semi-determined. Okay. They're about the, the size of uh, of uh, celebrity. celebrity. Okay. <laughs> it was coming to me just slowly. Yeah. But it, uh, we they're about the size of celebrity. Now, the true true meaning of uh, of a determinant meaning you can they they culminate 
when they're very short in a uh, bloom cluster or fruit cluster and uh, stop their vegetative growth. Now, in some areas, <laughs> that means you're dealing with a short plant, uh, three feet, maybe four feet tall. Yeah. Uh, if you're a crazy man fertilizer or woman fertilizer, uh, like I would take uh, Ms. Nethery up in junction uh, with tomatoes that were supposed to be determinant. And she would harvest them. She would harvest them off of uh, ten foot, ten foot tall plants. Oh my gosh! Because she used lots of manure and okay. fertilizer and stuff like that. So the the name is kind of deceiving. But uh, normally, what they do do, uh, regardless of how, what height they reach is that they they start producing fruit uh, on the first leaf node. Uh, in other words, when the first leaf comes out, it'll start uh, blooming and having fruit. Whereas if you use an indeterminate plant, like some of these uh, heirloom plants or Better Boy or Big Boy or some of those that people are very familiar with, they don't start producing fruit until about the seventh leaf up. So, uh, and they they continue their growth faster. So uh, they grow with foliage and not that much fruit. And that's why the fruit is la extremely large because it only produces a little fruit. A little, I mean a little, a uh, very small amount of fruit. But they're big tomatoes. And a lot of people like to grow a big tomato so mm -hmm. they can show the neighbors. Or they just why the tomato the neighbors Ch Cherokee hauling. purple. Yeah, yeah. Why the neighbors are hauling tomatoes in by the wheelbarrow. Yeah, but uh, they haven't got the biggest tomato in the neighborhood. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. and then every now and then I run across a uh, somebody that did buy in here and uh, was a member of the men's garden club. And so they, they, they should know their stuff, you know. And then they said, we hadn't had a good tomato crop in years. And we get, uh, get all the tomatoes here. So then what, what could that be, Milton? If they were getting the right variety it's and it's some, something that we're not seeing as much as we used to, but it's still a factor. Yeah, what's that? Uh, the fa the factor he's trying to yeah the push fertility you fertility. Oh, oh I was going to say fertilizer. Yeah, copious amounts. Well, yeah, and, that, and then their other one is uh, shade. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's true too. Uh, but, uh, if you know, of course, when it was like la last summer, when it was ninety eight degrees. Yeah. A little bit of shade didn't hurt a bit. <laughs> well, that's why we're planting now. That's why we're encouraging people to plant now. And if you didn't plant earlier, uh, that's what we have these gallons out here for. That, that uh, 
That gallon deal, I hate I hate to give David uh, Rodriguez uh, any credit. You I know, know it, it hurts you. It goes to his head. Well, we trained him. It goes to his head and everything else. <laughs> but uh, he was able to talk the growers into something I couldn't talk them into or didn't even attempt to talk them into hmm. for 30 years. Because when, you, when the grower grows one of these gallon tomatoes like you see I sitting out around here uh, they uh, they're risking not being able to sell it oh. especially in the uh, in the fall uh, where you yeah, have because a limited, the season is li- yeah limited amount of time to get them in but uh, in the spring you got a little bit longer flex time uh, to get them in before they get overgrown. If you notice, all these tomatoes and the gallons out here are the same height. Yeah. See? And uh, that means that that shows that they're determinate and it shows that uh, they've been grown well. Now, a lot of people don't know, but uh, a lot of our flowering plants, uh, the growers can use uh, growth regulators on them to slow them down so the uh, nursery has time to sell them and increase their shelf life. But uh, on tomato, you can't use that, or not supposed to use that, and our grower doesn't use that, on uh, tomatoes, on food crops. And so they have to do the timing by... uh, by when they seed it, when they plant it. And uh, so they grow them outside but, uh, and expose them to the sun uh, as much as they can, but, and that slows them a little bit, but uh, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they've got to have, they need something to slow them down. And it wouldn't hurt them at all, hurt the plants at all. But for those of you who are thinking that... Uh, well, that can't be true. I, I don't want Because I just spent uh, a, t- a lecture on potting up tomatoes to say <laughs> what we want to do is a, a technique, a potting technique, where they would not slow them down, where they would not uh, stop yeah. their growth, just yeah. maintain their growth. And, that's, and we're trying to avoid the 40-degree weathers because that would, in fact, stunt their growth. Oh, uh, you wanted to, you wanted to know what color they were. We have a question about salvias. Uh, it looks so. like lantanas. Oh, oh, it is lantana. Oh, okay. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I will tell you as a little uh, testimonial on Thunderbird. I don't know. Uh oh, is that the same? Okay. All right, the guys are now talking, so I will. <laughs> Remind you that there's we're, a we're, we're on the radio. That's yeah, why, that's, that's it's kind of hard to. So I'm cool. looking for a uh, All right. Mary or testimonial on Thunderbird. It, oh. it it is it wants to grow. It may be the best tomato that I've ever. Eaten. I've, I've heard people say that. <laughs> I've heard people say you say that, even without trying them. But the the it's it's a fast grower. We have ours in a container. I bought it. Um, before the uh, little rodeo tomato yeah, sale, yeah. and uh, 
Did yeah. you did you have uh It's potted up. Did you put any Osmo coat in there? Oops. Quit it melted. I don't know if we did or not. I know if you did. I know you did. Okay. Did not. Because okay. it's expensive. But you can I'll have to find some and you can it's, we have a, some. it's interesting that that potting up process where you, where we have uh, several different programs and and who some people put more of the osmocodian and the others. Yeah. <laughs> N- now t- after two weeks, you can really see the difference. Oh yeah. I, which I, I kind of look at myself as could that be true? <laughs> and, and it's uh, and it's it's just real consistent. The ones who uh, were yeah. a little has uh, osmocote, they grow they, better. Yeah, they didn't put as much osmocodian. Uh, the, the one that put a lot more in there have grown a lot better. Uh, they, you think I make all this up? We weren't sure. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Anything's possible. But anyway, getting back to these tomatoes. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're on the. No, no, no. We're on the. Got to doing a radio show. Did you have a question? That's okay. Oh, he's looking for something. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to have to get tougher on these people. Well, I need to, uh, <laughs> we don't want them to come on the well, air. Now, where's the bathroom? Uh, That's all I want to know. But, uh, but it's funny because we <laughs> days when we're trying to encourage somebody to get yeah. on the radio. Now <laughs> ah, they're too busy. You know, yeah, yeah. But then, today, like today, it's yeah, everybody, everybody that comes A bunch of people near. walk over to us. And I'm trying to get the money from them. Cash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you need to make a sign. If you're paying cash, <laughs> see, see Jerry, huh? Or see you Jerry. could have a little sign that we could, three different kinds. You know. <laughs> but anyway, maybe like don't cash. <laughs> Please We're don't busy. Oh. Bathrooms through the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if it works one time, we'll have to have a little sign that says, like, don't don't feed the animals, don't pay this man. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The re- the re- I need to get some copious amounts of Osmocote, clearly. <laughs> Osmocote Plus. Plus. Uh, the, re- the reason I'm talking about these uh, potted-up tomatoes is the grower, when they grow a possum up, if they don't sell them in an allotted amount of time, they're overgrown, they have to throw them away. They can't sell them when they get overgrown. Can they trim them? No. Oh. But now. <laughs> Thank goodness you're not growing our tomatoes, Milton. No, I know. Well, we're, we're just trying them. to figure out how they. No, they, there's no way to slow them down, so they just throw them away. Ah. So. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's what, talking what? about the commercial grower. He's not talking yeah. about. Oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh. right, right. Okay, and and it's good when you, when you pot them up yourself, or way Calvin showed you all how to do that. Uh, that'll work for quite a while, but you don't want them to set fruit. Yeah, uh, they can bloom and set little bitty marble-sized fruit, but you better get them in the ground after that because they, once they have fruit, they start their. A reproductive yeah. uh, cycle. Yeah. Mm. And when, when you when you talk to them about just keep growing for a while, right. you say, yeah. "Don't forget it. We're determinate." <laughs> and once once they set that, once they have fruit, and stop that growth, you can't start it again. Yeah. 
Well, and, and it's been a great uh, spring so far. Those oh, those that yeah, we potted perfect. up are are growing strong, but there's not, as far as I can tell, there hasn't been many uh, blooming. That's good. And but <laughs> but the weather's good now, and we're uh, near the fifteenth. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm re- ready to start planting in the garden. You know that <laughs> what what that wind is out of the north. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, my, my old he, uh, great uncle in Tennessee said you don't go fishing or plant tomatoes when the wind's out of the north. Huh. He said both of those or no, just said the fishing? He, he just said the fishing. That's what I figured. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so but, we need to. But anyway. Uh, uh, that's the first time you've mentioned that. Yeah. The neat, <laughs> the neat, t- neat thing about having them potted up is that you can move them move them out of the wind yeah and out of and we and did have freezing temperatures we brought that little tomato in the house oh did you it was in a pot yeah so okay what'd you name it well, uh, we have, well it's, it's little mater a little oh, okay. mater <laughs> i was just i was just glad that you named it after giving that uh uh Vinca so much yeah Vinny. <laughs> oh i forgot to take a picture of Vinny. <laughs> but I do have another picture I want you all to identify. You know, we can we can probably they, they propagate really easily. In other words, you make cuttings of them. Really? So we could we could pr- propagate you hundreds of little vinkies. But you're going to have to cut it all the way down to the ground, aren't you? Well, you, gotta, so, uh, you, you don't need a very large cutting. Now, just keep it. Just, re- just remember the last time we were yeah, uh, at no. Jerry pruning something. And, uh, oh. Yeah, I know. That scares me. So I I'll, was coerced into pruning it. I'm was it two or three times? Trying to find out. Yeah, just that poor Calvin's Belinda's dream. Can you <laughs> tell what that is? Is that a good picture? Okay. This, is, this, right this is coming up in a pot in our house. Uh-oh. Yeah. Maybe maybe it, little vinca. Almost looks like dianthus, but I don't think it is. <laughs> All right, I'll have to uh, I'll uh, have to get you a better picture. Well, it'll keep growing. It's a beautiful pink bloom on it. Big pink bloom about the size of a half dollar. It's some kind of a some kind of a bulb, Milton. Oh, really? Yeah, see those? Okay. Here, you want to you want to eyeball it? So 210-308-8867. We'll take a break, and we'll tell you what we think it is. Uh, Milton's name, Milton's ide- unidentifiable plants. Uh, oh, have you, have, plants. have you gone through a process and identified it? No, I need to do that. I can ask I can ask uh, Siri. I'm trying to find out. It's not a very good picture because it's a little blurry. Oh, well, very it. pretty. Huh? I'll see what it is. Oh, okay. It's well, we'll take uh, Yeah? I don't know the name. We'll tell you what it is right after this. You're listening to Milburgers Gardening. It's on a ball, bro. On 930 AM, the answer. No, I'll take you. I'm a hard Can't get enough of your love. Coasters. I'm a hog for you. Today's theme is going to be songs about pigs. About pigs? About pigs, because it is the last day that the pig stand on Broadway will be open. Oh, no. It was here, a hundred-year history of the pig stand. <laughs> More than that, actually, it's, uh, it started in 1921. And wow. today, today's it, today's its last day, so... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna do pig songs. We went. We went there for breakfast today. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was a. It was a. 
hour wait to get in. Uh, and, uh, yeah. People have sentimental. Yeah. It was funny. It was, an, it was an interesting places. crowd. Old and young. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we had a, a very nice breakfast at the pig stand. I don't know what time they closed today, but if you want to say goodbye, it's a good day to go visit them on Broadway over by the Pearl. And we'll do pig songs today. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, Pig songs. That's one of them there in the studio. <laughs> All right, 210. One of the pigs? One of the pigs. Yeah. Apparently, Al brought a pig home from the uh, pig stand. 210-308-8867. All right. Oh, wait a minute. I hear him. You hear him now? How can you tell? That sounds like his voice. <laughs> oh. Okay. This is why we have not introduced you to Al, uh, <laughs> being mean like that. All right, what else is going on? Uh, I was driving around yesterday right. after the show. That's scary. And I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the blue bonnets. Oh, along the highway, sure. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at those blue bonnets, you know, I told you, uh, it's it's interesting. I, I told you about my. Uh, uh, Plumbago coming up uh-huh. in that dry bed yeah. below the high with no water. No no water in three to four years. I hadn't watered it in 20 years. But uh, it's sending up new sprouts now. And how could that be with, uh, with dry, well, dry, worse drought than history for Texas? And especially for us here in San Antonio. Yeah. In the San Antonio area. Uh, so I was looking at the blue bonnets, and they came up too, but they're going down. Oh, are they? Yeah, if you look at the blue bonnets. Because there are a bunch of them. I was wondering. Yeah, you better better get your pictures now. Okay. But it's, <laughs> Because if you look at them, they've got that king bloom, that major uh, bloom that comes up first. And then below that, where they would normally have uh, foliage being formed and more blooms being formed, uh, it's dead. Oh, huh. So they, they, sh- they, nature's way, they put up that king bloom and probably will set, set some, some seed. seed. And, uh, but the pods will only contain uh, one or two seeds. If that oh, many. That's depressing. But uh, normally, if, if they receive enough water, they'll have a five seed per uh, pot. Okay. So, the um, so I, d- I noticed, too, I don't remember when they started coming up, but when you make that turn on whatever that street is, maybe that's O'Connor, uh, yeah. to go back around, uh, they used to have all the Indian paintbrushes, and I don't see, I see five. <laughs> I mean, barely. It's just these yeah. little red. So I don't know if. So, when, when do those wild uh, wildflowers they, start coming? They're usually. Uh, they're late. Are they later? Yeah, okay, later. So, so they still could? Blue bonnet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, inter- interesting thing about it, you don't see a lot of paintbrush around blue bonnets. Next time you're looking okay, at paintbrush. Okay, I'll, I'll look. Uh, they'll. They'll butt they'll butt up against each other, the stand. All right. But they will not intermingle. But anyway, uh that's beside the point. The uh Is there a reason for that? 
I don't know. Maybe well, they, maybe they just don't like each other. They I may not know. have. I think they had a fight one time. <laughs> no, nah, they're that's uh, you well, know. It's not. Talk- it's not absolute. But each each yeah. one of them has a different growing an ideal growing situation. Yeah. So maybe as one is kind of. What are well, the What are the ones that, uh, that that we had out in the front front row? Not Dianthus, but the Dianthus. No, no, not no, no. Dianthus, but the. Uh, the uh, wildflower. Uh, what was the? It's the what real common wildflower. Uh, uh, oh, uh, and it was up front. No, it was on the first row. Here, here, uh, okay. a few weeks ago, and I was trying to think of the name. One Delphinia. I mean, oh, anyway. Anyway, what about it? Well, it. It is has had a tough three or four years. Then last oh. last year, at least in my neighborhood, it came back, and now now it looks this year it's going to have a good good year too. But I just uh, not see you know I've got I don't seem to have very many poppies left and uh, yeah don't have uh, your larkspur a few larkspur left. Mm. Now the thing about the larkspur will be that uh, if they eat just a few of those uh, such seed and drop seed uh, next year, will probably have. Some. And uh, but, and but they've been dropping seed for several years, right? Now the blue bonnets, as many as I've had some years, I just haven't found any other than the ones I've yeah. planted in the yeah. cut flower garden. But what occurred to me, kind of depressing, I was driving over here. Well, oh, is, is that Coriopsis? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if uh, some of our perennials that we have planted that's now sh- sending up shoots from the ground. Yeah. In dry soil, it's extremely dry soil. Uh, if they're gonna make it. Mm. So, uh, if it doesn't get, if we don't get any more rain, don't get any rain, I won't say any more rain, if we don't get uh, significant rain in the next two weeks, I think we're going to see a decline in some of those uh, perennials re-sprouting. We have a 20% chance tomorrow. No. <laughs> 20% chance Tuesday. Let me finish. Just the... Before you, okay. Twenty <laughs> percent chance on Tuesday. Thank you. Forty uh, percent Wednesday night. Wow. Oh, okay. That was surprising. Forty percent chance on Thursday. Oh man, it's, that's definitely raining. Fifty percent chance Thursday night. Get out of here. Okay. I'll see you later. I'm going to put my windows up. Uh oh, no. That's a bad sign when you do that. And remember what we've said, uh, one little shower is not going to solve this Yeah, it's not going to solve it, yeah. So uh, if, if you're worried about that, and uh, we're still under water restrictions, yep. go ahead and uh, get you a soaker hose, one of those green soaker hose, yeah. flip it upside down, and uh, let it run very slowly. Uh, Three or four hours. Oh, in the on, bed? On your annual, on your bed. 
And I assume. Green soaker hose. I haven't seen those in a long time. Jerry still has them. <laughs> okay. his, his, his place is where yeah, the gardening they're... tools go to die. <laughs> so the new soaker that's like that is more of a nylon-y thing, and it's folds up flat and uh, puffs up, and then the water kind of oozes out. Yeah, okay. Or or you do the old, the uh, old tire one where the water yeah. comes out the pores. No, like that. Right, like so that. then then you want the flat one like we have. It's, right. It's a nylon. It's not the, it's not what you think of anymore. Okay. They don't make that. No. I I, I guess huh. I, I guess I won't start an argument with him, but I I've, <laughs> I've used all three and I uh, I like the uh, old t- tire one. The, the, sweater, the tire one. <laughs> You can, find, you can find the tire one, you can find this nylon one, but you won't find the one that Jerry's talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, the one the, uh, we at the uh, Education Resource Center, my neighborhood, we have those uh, ones that, uh, what, what did you describe, Nick? They, they go into a ball about this big, and then they they go about oh, 100 yeah. feet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have that one. I just have the one that... that it, it collapses down on itself, still being skinny, uh, but it puffs up to the size of a water hose, and, yeah. the, and the water oozes out of the nylon. Oh, that's does great. It go, uh, does it uh, ooze out of the line or at the end? I think it oozes through the nylon. Yeah. So it's a soaker that, hose. That's oh, neat. Okay. Because ours, ours just has the... Yeah, I tried selling so those. That didn't really go over well. They're a little tough to manage. <laughs> Reason I didn't like those uh, uh, rubber tire ones or the black one is that uh, you don't like to recycle. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, the problem is if you leave them out, if they're exposed to the sun, they get brittle uh, pretty quick. Well, just like a tire would. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah. Sense. But that they they never last that long to get. So they what I like, like about the nylon one. They get one, all clogged by yes. the calcium. So that's yeah, why that's I like true. the nylon one because you can, if it happens, all you got to do is go beat it. It comes loose on the inside and you shake it out the other end. Oh. <laughs> or you could probably run uh, some acid or vinegar through it. I'm sure you could, but uh, it's cheaper just to beat it, huh? Beat it and yeah. let the, the have, lime have we, come out the other side. Have we got that Ma- Michael Jackson song, Beat It? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He had what's a sprinkler. What's going Al on? must be bored if he comes up with the sprinkler sounds uh, and all that. He, yeah. might, he might find a Michael Jackson. He might. What you know? What's going on? Oh, it's a fun day. Good. I, I almost forgot y'all were here. Oh, that hurts. What's 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 happening? <laughs> Lots of people. Got, got plenty of rodeo tomatoes in yesterday. Oh, good! Finally, yeah. finally got them out. Yeah. In fact, I got plenty of tomatoes. Period. In the in the little or the gallon? In or both? the four and a half inch. Okay. But they're already as big as these gallons. They were. Yeah. Oh wow. They were on the tall side. They're ready to go in the ground or uh, or buried deeper in a pot. There was a gardener here just uh, praising the fact that there that the uh, two inch. Tomatoes were here. It's, I, that's the way I love them. That's the way I remember them. Yeah. So we, <laughs> there's tycoons we, and everything. We found a source for six packs. Uh, they're not cheap, but they are still cheaper than buying six four-inch pots. Including they've got tycoon. I didn't see what are the other varieties. Amelia and oh, some other ones. Yeah. Hey, you got the Amelias in. I showed that to yeah. David yesterday, and he just his eyes rolled. Uh, and the Amelias. Yeah. Why does eyes roll? I don't know. 
I didn't that, ask him. That's okay. A, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good tomato. I, I remember selling tons of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Literally. People like it. Hi. Did... Uh oh, looking Sinisa, for she's looking yeah. for Sinisa. All right. <laughs> Speaking of which, what's anything exciting coming in? Besides yesterday and the, that's great on the um, Thunderbird. Well, a lot uh, of pe- I, finally, lot. I finally found some seven-gallon uh, Mediterranean fan palms. Oh. Excuse me, not windmill. Oh, sorry, windmill oh. palms. Uh, that's been a hard one to come by. Which ones are the windmills? Uh, furry. Okay. Now, we've talked a lot about the uh, hot peppers, and there are just uh, six or seven different hot peppers out there. But there's also those, uh, uh, the banana peppers are out there, yeah. and, and the, uh, what's our big... The big uh, bells, Aladdin's, 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 yeah. Aladdin's out there. So you inspired my wife. Now I've been told I need to bring home a celebrity tomato. There you go. I need to bring home a 968. Uh-oh. I need to, which I can't find yet. Uh-oh. So that, that's not going over very <laughs> yeah, well. well and now she wants to try peppers. Oh, okay. Never try so those I don't, Aladdin's. I don't know, I don't know what, what you said to her, but stop get, it. Get some. <laughs> get her some real grande go when they come in. Okay, I could. I, I but might you like that. the hot I like, peppers. I like so. the hot peppers. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. You you want what is it? Dragon fire. Uh, North Carolina. Is, I know there's Carolina, the reaper. Do you want me to give her, give her my list of peppers? Or no, because your taste bud. No, uh. they need to be hot. <laughs> now I think I I think uh, she, I can't get her to do some of those, but I bet I can get her to do some serranos. Mm. That, that's at least <laughs> a little bit of heat. Yeah, the Rio Grande Well, Golden. I think I think we've got another uh, a bit of an adventure. I hope uh, your staff has told you about it. Maybe. Uh oh, it's been busy. I I do forget things too. Oh, we're we're ta- talking about doing a uh, um, butterfly gardening event on the fifteenth, on the same model as the potting up, but uh, the. Instead of potting up the tomato, we will just. So this is the first I've heard of it. Seed. Uh, we'll so uh, I'm I'm okay with it, but uh, this is the first I heard of it. Well, when I uh, talked to Stacy about it, she she had remembered we'd mentioned it, but. Um, I know we're going to set up something for Mark here pretty quick on trees. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that that. As long as we the, the, the audience is good. The rebate's still going on, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's till the April first. So if you had to guess, the last month, what's the most popular tree that people are getting now for the spring? Well, it if you're, you're going to limit me the, to a month, I'm going to say mountain laurel. Oh, is it? Because they're blooming and they're buying them. Yeah, that's smart. Second best would be redbud. Yeah, and blooming. Everybody that walks by the. Mountain laurel and the red buds looks well, at the price and was trying to figure out where they can put it. And yeah. Where is the, what was the red baron peaches that uh, yeah. said we so Those are going out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are in spectacular bloom. Yeah. Flagr- good news flagrantly there. red, too. Yeah, good news there, too. They get a little longer period. Usually they do. <laughs> well, they've been blooming their heads off for a good seven to ten days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, let's just remind the custom, customers out there or the listeners that if you haven't seen that Red Baron, you gotta stay, you got to take a look at it. We hadn't seen it for how many years, Jerry? Oh, yeah. Uh, last year was the first time 
for 20 years. No, it was the year before, because last year they didn't ship my, but like 10 of my 100. Oh, okay. So this will be <laughs> the third year. Okay. So maybe we just smelled them coming through, and then they, they were all <laughs> yeah. gone already. Yeah, that's well, the first time Jerry was like, hey, I love that tree, so I tried to order more. <laughs> and then I got shorted. Mm. So well, this, this I, year I made sure I got the you know, I'm, good 100, 150. I'm just glad that they saved it because it's not a a commercial peach. But uh, well, in fact, it's I'm, got a little mm. mixture of commercial in it. Uh, or, or it uh, produces some peaches. and But that bloom is uh, just just killer. Well, and it's it's relatively easy to manage too. Uh, I, it's it's not an overly aggressive grower. So yeah, you don't spend yeah. all your time pruning it, and it's got a, a pretty good shape that that really shows off the blooms. At least oh, the ones I'm yeah, familiar with. yeah, that's true. Uh, I know some of the peach growers up in Fredericksburg, uh, mainly Stonewall, plant them at the end yeah. of their rows, just to for the for the beauty of it. Yeah, that's, it's hard to pass them up without saying, hey, yeah. hey what's this? And Trace and I were reminiscing about when they used to sell uh, ornamental peaches uh, at, at Wolf's, I guess it was. We did, yep. And uh, <laughs> they didn't bloom real often, but when they did, that's when we got the calls into the office, county office. What, what is, is this? What is that thing? So well, I'd go. Mo- I, most of those were double blooms, so yeah. you really just don't see a whole lot of yeah double bloom peaches. <laughs> yeah, they were spectacular. Uh, I doubt if any of them are left now. That, that's been thirty years ago. Hey, before we go to break, I'm going to ask Trace if he knows what what that is. It's growing. It, it volunteered in my yard. I don't know what it is. Can you tell? It may not be a good picture. So we're, I've stumped the gardening guys. <laughs> but uh, any any luck on that? No. I'll take up some better pictures. Well, there's okay. a wonderful app that you might like called Picture This. Yeah. And you oh. can drop that in there, and it'll give you the top three possibilities. Okay. Um, Siri does that, but it's like it, it came up with... Sorghum <laughs> and corn. corn something. Corn. Well, the foliage kind of looks like corn. What's that? The foliage kind of looks that way, but not oh. the bloom. Oh, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's what it picked up. All right. I'll, I will picture this as the app. Yes. Okay. We'll try that. we got to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Again, uh, pig, pig and hog songs as we say goodbye to the pig stand. It's its last day open today. Yeah, Trace is shocked. The pig stand is closing down after more than 100 years. Did they sell, sell uh, pork barbecue? Uh, they said the pig sandwich, which I think was a barbecue sandwich. 
I can't remember. I just got breakfast there. Well, they certainly <laughs> have pig, have yeah. pork sandwiches. Yeah, pork sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. All right. There, oh, uh, <laughs> it sounded like they poked that pig. <laughs> hey, um, just it sounds, sounds like the wrong end of the pig. Oh, just from. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a good sandwich, Trace? Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, do, don't forget about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. If it's bugging you at the house, you need to give Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control a call. Since 1976, they've been helping homeowners in San Antonio and businesses to stay pest-free. And I bring up that business not because I necessarily am asking business owners or telling them about it, but also you need to know that if Spider-Man can help a business that depends on being pest-free stay open, that they're going to be great for you and getting rid of those pests. And oftentimes those businesses are challenging, challenging as well. So Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control will take a look at the problem holistically, solve just not only what's bugging you, fleas, roaches, ants, uh, rats, but also see where they're coming in, what's, what's happening, and treat the problem itself. 210-656-3721. Or you go online and find them at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867. Okay. That just burped. I think the pig did just burp. Is that a bougainvillea? That's pretty color. Yeah. It's almost orange. Yeah, it's that's a, a that's scarlet. The from Oso, isn't it? it is orange, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is from Oso. Okay. Formosa? Oso. Oh, that's right. That's right. The best bougainvillea grower in the state. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Why? Because he does orange? Yes. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> because he can supply me blooming bougainvillea mm, 10 months out of the year. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're good growers. Always have been. And he's got that Oso oh red. And nope. that's no nope. pun intended. That's actually yeah. the name. <laughs> and then, uh, and is that called Oso oh Orange? No. Oh, okay. So he has a patent on Oso oh Red. Oh, what is the <laughs> orange one called? I don't remember. Okay. Flame or something. All right. It's okay. That's a pretty hanging basket up there with the. Uh, I guess that's petunias mixed with the yellow. Mm. That's a nice uh, combination. I want to say it's Nismesia or something uh, like that. We ought to, maybe we'll do a, if you want me to do it, I'll do some research and we'll have two people show up. You're going to have a hanging basket class? Well, we're going to do a, a container combining, container gardening com- combination class because that's a that's a cool thing. All my container gar- things have just one thing in them. But what I could do like that hanging basket and I put two things. I've heard you talk about that, where you put, like, the alyssum uh, mm-hmm. to hang over the side. Yeah. And well, uh, some of the nurseries have had had programs yeah. on that, and it worked well. Yeah. You didn't share? Didn't they, that was, we had sure? programs, yes. That was oh. three or four years ago. When, oh, uh, Cal- that, that was one of Callaway's things. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, really? I think we spent more trying to do it than we ever made off of it. Oh, okay. Uh, if you buy something already done, that's a great thing. But when you try to make it oh, yourself gotcha. and then sell it, you know, they're not always in perfect condition. Oh. Yeah. They were, <laughs> they were, they brought in a, a specialist of that, uh, out at, uh, out of combined color spot and nursery. Oh, okay. And, uh, they were, they were using things that were blooming in the greenhouse in the winter. 
And I thought, I've told this story before. They <laughs> they had a beautiful plant in there that was blooming uh, uh, yellow. Or is it orange? Yellow. It was blooming yellow. And uh, it was Gold Star Esperanza. Oh, my gosh. And so I had to tell For a hanging basket? Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> I had to tell the guy, I said, do you know that's a tree, small tree? No, but it was blooming. I said, yeah, it's blooming in the winter. But a few other plants, too. But, Didn't uh, we have an Esperanza that was kind of hanging basket size or something, or no? There is a dwarf. I want to say the name is Lydia, and I think it's two to three foot. Um, that's a yellow. Okay. Well, we we've in years past we've had some, and I don't know what causes some to be blooming when they're this tall or this tall, but we've had we've had experience with some with some of those low. Uh, yeah. I think part of it is just the the conditions and the access to sunlight and the. Yeah. Know. Well, the the original. <laughs> Gold Star Esperanza that was found by uh, Greg Grant, when he took cuttings of it, uh, it bloomed in the mist bed. So uh, they bloomed sm- very small. So uh, that's one good characteristic of it. All right. Any, uh, did you did you tell us if there was anything exciting coming in? What about the... Well, I got my first Florida load coming uh, Tuesday, so... Hibiscus, Exora, I think there's some uh, blue bananas on there, a few other things. So all those tropicals that we normally get out of, of Florida will be in on that load. What, what about the petunias? What do we, I know we've got three or I four different kinds. Tons of, tons of different colors, tons of different kinds. Got the little bitty blooms, got those little bitty yeah. blooms. How about, the, how about those... Uh, no, large one of one of those, and the, we had trouble Grand, with Grandiflora. No, Grandiflora, I think, is doing fine. Um, I can't think of what they they were. They were generally a uh, violet to maroon uh, pink. They had a real famous pink, nice big, big foliage and big blooms, but they had they had a virus problem for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that virus got in got into some uh, petunia, and it also got into some uh, verbena. Uh, that uh, and why you know bl- uh, the most popular verbena for a long time was uh, uh, the one Greg brought back from England. Uh, uh, from from Australia. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Blue Prince, B- Blue Princess. No, oh. Blue Princess. Oh, that was the. Huh? That's the one that's native up and down the highways. Here. Blue Princess. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Got to be a different one. The petunia, I can't remember, but it was had a different kind of name. But the the blooms were spectacular, and they were in the same. League is some of the, uh, oh, the, the petunias we were talking about in Fredericksburg, and the, um, but they, gosh, they were nice. But I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. 
Trace, uh, you'll know you'll know him when you see him. I, the only thing that came to mind was Grand of Flora, so yeah, that's a series. <laughs> so so there's petunias out there, and there's uh, zinnias. Are there still some zinnias see, left? I was wondering when he was going to talk about the zinnias. Yeah. There's whopper begonias. A uh, handful. Oh, really? Just a whopper? Yeah. Are they? Are there more coming in? Um, Theoretically. I have not seen the availability. Oh, okay. So, uh, Is it uh, limited to gardeners like Milton? Uh, so <laughs> two at a time? Or? I, I just, yeah. It's gonna no, I, got, I found five flats, and then uh, now they haven't been listed again. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I got them. Didn't wait. Hopefully no more tomorrow. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> when you hear us talk about things, if you want one, how the Belinda's Dream holding out? I got another hundred in Friday. So They're selling yeah. pretty well, I bet, because we oh, keep seeing yeah. them. Well, there was a guy with had like six of them on the bottom of his cart just a minute ago. <laughs> six of them, what? On on his cart. Oh wow! Yeah. I sure like it. Tried to point it out to Jerry, but he he, he, yeah, he wasn't any, paying attention. He wasn't paying attention. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I, as I was walking in, uh, <laughs> uh, they saw, no, it was that guy from uh, the north that was visiting. Oh, from with Michigan. Us. Yeah, he had a Belinda's dream. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you did good with it, getting that rose. And uh, uh, it'll, 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 it'll make you happy. So, uh, and uh, that's also been one that uh, kind of been scarce the last couple of years, the three years. But uh, Well, now there's two growing operations doing it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it it takes it takes a while sometimes, but that was you know that was a Texas superstar. But uh, anyway, the uh, he he was he was real happy with them, and a lot of a lot of people, almost every cart going out of here has got one of the Belinda dreams on. So uh, you better get on over here. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, get yours, cause. Uh, it's, a, it's amazing how fast they sell. That's good for you, but uh, sometimes procrastinators uh, run out of time. Well, I'd love to say I have a crystal ball, so I yeah. know exactly what I would sell, but I don't. No, no. And it's different every week, different every year. <laughs> yeah. There's no uh, rhyme or reason. Yeah. Other than the prettier it is, the more you're going to sell. Yeah. That's true. Well, that's what I was wondering. I was guessing that the, like your answer on the trees, yeah, was going to be what I thought it was with the, because, uh, yeah, when they're blooming and they, around town, um, the knockouts, are people buying the knockouts? When I can get them. Okay. So I do have Because they look great around I town, too. I have some coming in uh, probably Wednesday-ish. Oh, good. Because I bet you people are asking about them. Um, um, I'm thinking the hybrid roses are coming in this week, too. Oh, good. Oh, I have to go look at good. my calendar. So uh, okay. if you want a rose, shop at the end of the week, and hopefully I've got the kind you want. Get you, you caught up with the news right now, 210-308-8867. More of Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. 
or come on out here to 1604 on Boulevardy Road and be amongst your gardening peers who are sure enjoying uh, shopping and uh, getting those plants they want here at Millburgers. Again, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Nice wind out of the northeast, uh, and it uh, feels great here. So, again, we encourage you to come on over or call us at 210-308-8867, 210 8867 Yeah, we had a, a lady from... Uh uh, that had a had a deer had some deer problems, lots of deer, and she wanted a shrub that would grow in the shade, would do okay in the shade, and so I recommended holly, of course. And uh, let's see, the deer deer won't eat the burford, right? No, they eat the burford. They eat the burford, but they won't eat the yopon. Yopon, they don't seem to. Yeah. And so, and I told her she was wanting a certain height that she said uh, she could cut it back, you know, if it got too tall. I said, no, you get the one, the medium, medium grower, but the uh, medium height grower. And uh, so she went over to our holly section and looking around over there. But uh, uh, Neil, Neil got a got a, a question in said uh, question was uh, I know these bushes are holly but I don't know which one they were both planted in March 2016 the one on the left has always struggled it hasn't grown as much and has always been had had sparse leaves what about, what might be causing those problems? She's in Sherman, Texas. Uh, and Neil answers, having grown probably 150 hollies of 35 different varieties in our rural uh, Collin County landscape uh, <laughs> for the past 46 years, I can take an educated guess as to why there is a difference. It's one of two things. The plant on the left has had an ongoing shortage of water or nitrogen. The plant on the left has had never looked as good, and my bet it would got too dry sometime in the first year in your landscape. And that's why I've been going over and over that if you're planting new shrubs or trees or whatever, you need to be, during this uh, worst drought in history, you need to be uh, soaking that root zone right to, right to the root zone for uh, probably the next two years to avoid this kind of situation. Uh, you may not, Neil says, you may not even have noticed it. Hollies don't wilt or give us a warning. I'll bet it got near the point of no return and that it's struggled ever since. That's what's going to happen uh, if you don't soak these plants during this drought. And our tree hugger. Yeah, tree hugger sprinkler is perfect for that. Perfect for that. Our, uh, like Trey says, a new uh, sprinkler hose or whatever they 
he got a nylon soaker hose. Yeah, not uh, if you got a row of shrubs. Uh, and then they said, try giving it a water soluble, very high nitrogen f uh, fertilizer this growing season and keep it very moist at all times, not sopping wet, but certainly never dry. See if you can't pull it back to a vigorous growth. And my pessimistic answer would be, I don't think it's going to be pulled mm. back. It'll never catch up with the one that's growing right. Mm. So uh, that's like like my girl Tanya said. If you don't don't do that water, it's a little too late. It's a little too late when you when you see this kind of damage. Your girl Tanya. That's how you Tucker. Tanya Tucker. Oh, that's yeah. one, that's one of those songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, Kevin, I got a, a, I, I looked at this morning, I, I want to take a picture of my uh, uh, bed straw in, in my garden. It's gotten out of control, but uh, uh, I looked out there and I, my cat was in there, <laughs> in there, and he was chasing probably a mouse or something it's that tall so i guess we have to put that on our wildlife uh endangered plant list uh that uh, that it's serving as as a uh, hunting ground for the cats no probably too exotic yeah well uh, <laughs> a feral cat is an exotic yeah yeah for those low-flying mice yeah we need to keep it there <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, she was uh, intense. Okay. To get finding what was in there. Uh, also, oh, oh, by the way, I checked checked the weed-free zone mm -hmm. uh, yesterday uh, to see they've got they've got uh, several different application ways. Have they got hose in? Yeah, hose in. Okay. And uh, uh, but uh, they they got a ready 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 mixed. It's already mixed. Uh, several options in that too, and uh, they're in smaller containers. So uh, that's what I'm going to get. It's, uh, it's the price, uh, uh, very economical. Oh, good. And. Uh, but anyway, also, let's see. I got a note from uh, my photographer, mm. Ray, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says, uh, "Blue bonnets in the news." Says, uh, "KSAT 12 weather guys have been showing blue bonnet pictures before their weather cast. In my opinions, the pictures that have." they have shown so far which other viewers have sent them are not really as good as the ones you and I took at my house. <laughs> He's proud of his pictures. Yep. He, he, he should be. be. He ought to be. So I asked them <laughs> if they wanted some pictures of red, white, and blue. Justin Horn, which is my favorite weatherman right now, 
uh, answered my email and said for me to send them to him. He said he would let me know if he can and when he would show those pictures of the red, white, and blue blue bonds on the news. Not sure when they will televise it, but I asked him let me know if he can. He said if, if he does, I plan to record the new cast when the picture of them will be shown to viewers. Uh, <laughs> he said, I, I, I see you still have them on plantanswers.com. I just told, I told Justin this was not a trick that he could v visit your web address or call Millburger to verify that these colors, which were a product of hard work and, of course, whomever the other people were that worked with you on a project. So uh, I wrote him back. I said, yes, they were and are still great images. You did, you done good, I told him. I plan to continue to use that gallery of images on the front page of plantanswers.com forever. Wow. Because they are such magnificent images. I've also requested my webmaster to put up a gallery of the 2022 blue bonnet images. Uh, those those images will probably be the final I take since I have trouble jumping around in the field like I used to to take the best possible picture. Uh, but uh, he, they'll probably be going on plantanswers.com in the information index in the uh, in the near future. I want if you look at those, they're they're beautiful pictures. But if you look at those, I want you to understand, like we said earlier, those blue bonnets were the prettiest uh, the Verschotten said they'd ever seen you know, on the place, and they had the fewer seed that we've ever yeah. harvested because it didn't rain while they were blooming. So I'm thinking that's going to repeat itself big time in the, in the, in the, uh, along the roadsides and whatever. But fear not. There's enough seed left there that they'll come back in the next 15 to 20 years. So uh, we just have to weather this weather. Yeah. Blue bonnets are tough. The seeds oh, are yeah, tough the seeds are tough. They want to live. <laughs> they, uh, to show you how tough they are, they, uh, you know, there's a blue bonnet that grows in Big Bend National Park. Right. Uh, Big Bend National Park. And it, uh, they have seed, smaller seed than our blue bonnets do. And, uh, uh, they take longer acid scarification to make them sprout because they've got such a t tough seed coat. Oh, okay. But uh, they've lasted out there for 100 years, I guess. Hmm. Long as people can remember. Long as pig stand. And they, <laughs> and they uh, people always talk about seeing them so profusely out there alongside the road. And uh, but the but the deal is, every, when somebody says that, they said, "I've been to Big Ben a bunch of times, and I've never seen them bloom like that." And uh, the difference is, 
the ones that have seen them went on a rainy rainy day oh. year. I know uh, Bart Warnock, uh, Dr. Warnock, uh, used to call me periodically when after they'd had a rain out there or, or snow, and uh, uh, the following spring, he says the cactus are as pretty as I've ever seen. Oh, how interesting! Cactus and uh, and blue bonnets and all the wildflowers out there. So the things kind of need water. Well, and I'm wondering, too, if the blue bonnets are doing better because you said we're kind of in a unique position here, like the bulls. We're the bullseye of this oh, drought. Oh, yeah. But the, but the blue bonnets just don't grow here. They grow elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Are they doing better? Yeah. North uh, or? Up, up north, whether uh, even with uh, in Austin. and uh, Yeah, they're doing better up there? Yeah. I don't think they're doing better Fredericksburg. I uh, hope John's not listening, but he'll yeah. come down here and beat me to death. But, uh, you know, they're in this drought area, too, that we're in. But uh, anyway, that's that's Texas weather. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Looking for Purple Martin reports. Uh, see yeah. what's going on. Where Are you getting any scouts or... You're putting up the house. What are you doing with that? That's for... Purple what? Huh? Purple Martin. You may have uh, heard of them. I... Yeah, I thought you said Purple Hearts. Uh, oh, did I? No. Well, yeah, there's yeah. some of those around. Yeah, the Purple <laughs> Martin. Sorry. I haven't had anybody that has... Uh, usually after we bring it up in the show, well, the, the next day, well, somebody will say, hey, I don't want to call, but uh, I've seen the Martins, but we haven't had any do that this time no but the good news is we've had some good brown sparrow reports right just from you what you think i ought to have people call in if they kevin have you had brown sparrows in your uh in your box yet oh yeah constantly see, see? okay no, i don't, I don't know why well, people like i'll to gladly mark. ship them to you if you <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, those brown sparrows, uh, they find those boxes when you put them up. I, I don't know if I, I, I should tell you all this, but uh, uh, when I first put my uh, uh, box up. Now, be careful. <laughs> I was out of the city limits. I, I, before Bronx Station was in, in the city limits, and I put my box up. And uh, carefully waited, patiently waited for my Martin. Uh-huh. Well, well, a scout or whatever we call those things showed up first, and there was sparrows, and they were fighting him off, fighting her off, or him off, and uh, flying around, scared, not letting him get in the house. So. Uh, you know, I was raised by an expert shot shooter, and my neighbors uh, were laughing, calling me, and said, "You're not going to have it, Martin. That that stupid sparrow is uh, running them off. They were out there watching them." So mm-hmm. I just and some, one day he just stopped showing up. No, I just casually walked in and got my 12 gauge. Ah. 
took care of that spare. 12 gauge without yeah. tearing the whole house apart? Uh, <laughs> well, no, he, they would fight and then sit on the wire. Go, you know, oh, yeah. sit on the wire and rest up, I guess. But uh, that sparrow never bothered the Martins again. Didn't hurt the wire. No, no. no. But anyway. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Garden in South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Verde Road with... Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Dark clouds rising, surely sign of rain, get your grip on it, don't little eyes of Jane. I got a pig at home and a pen, corn to feed him on, all I need for a little girl to feed him when I'm gone. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer, big songs today. Uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about something Jerry was talking about a minute ago. That's the tree hugger sprinklers. Uh, if you're looking to water that, uh, that new tree or the tree that you just want to stay healthy uh, that you bought a long time ago, that tree hugger sprinkler is the place, that, uh, the tool that you need to do it. Now, the tree hugger sprinkler comes in three different. It's a, it's a round sprinkler that opens up. And you hug or close it around the tree. Man, <laughs> sounds actually that's the big one. Yeah, that was the big one. That was the 15 inch on that one. Yeah, sounds like my Westies. Oh, uh. <laughs> and uh, then you just turn it up a little bit, and it waters right by it, so it waters that root ball really efficiently. And or you can turn it up more to water further from the root ball toward the drip line. Uh, and the tree hugger sprinkler does a terrific job. Uh, I use mine for different stuff. I have not. Tomorrow's my watering day. So I'm going to use it around my knockouts with the cow manure. There we'll you go. It. We'll see how that works. I'm sure it'll work Wait well. Wait a minute. They're in containers, aren't they? No, no, no. Okay. This is this is the knockout rose. The knockout rose is in the ground. Okay, good. But, uh, yeah, so the tree hugger sprinkler is a great tool to have, especially now uh, for those trees, shrubs, whatever you got. Find it here at Millburgers or find it at HEB, and you can learn more about it at treehuggersprinklers.com. That's tree. HuggerSprinklers.com. 210-308-8867 is our number. With that pig, hog. That hog is like running the show over there at the station. I don't know what happened to Al. I hope he don't get loose in that in that studio. I think he's loose and running it. I think he's, he's opened up the mic and everything. I don't know if you've seen that show, Old Yeller, the dog show. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. The hog's got... Got it. Almost killed him. Yeah, well, and then he got to, he's got distemper, and they had to kill him. Yeah, no, that, I think he had rabies. That, didn't rabies. He? Yeah, that was by a wolf. Yeah, that maybe was rabies. That was by a wolf. Anyway, <laughs> he was just eating some chocolate, and they just put him right down. <laughs> the uh, pretty sad movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, guy. <laughs> There's an old yellow just walked by. Yeah. Old white. We'll have to play some. Uh, we'll get Al next week to do music, sad music about dogs. <laughs> we can do old Shep. We can do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feed. <laughs> feed Jake. Feed Jake. Yeah. <laughs> That's all kills me. It's pretty uh, sad. Jeremy can't hardly sing it. 
Oh, when it's requested. No. Oh. Why is it sentimental? It, it, no, oh. it's it's sad. Oh, about I don't the dog. Know it. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it's not. It hadn't been common. Anyway, uh, I was reading reading uh, Neil Sperry's uh, ask a question and answer, and he brought up one that pertains to ourselves here at Milburg. Hmm. Said the house. The question is: the house I brought has a number of half whiskey barrels planted with sotos. That's a, a cactus thing, I guess. Tropical. I mean, uh, yeah, cactus-like thing. The barrels have begun deteriorating, and the metal bands have started to rust and fall apart. I think we've all experienced that. Hang on, Patrick. If I pl- replant it into new wooden par- barrels, is there anything I could do to keep them from happening again? I don't like the look of the fake plastic one, but I also don't want to do this again. Okay, Neil goes in and talking about uh, some ways he can try the uh, uh, prolong the life of the whiskey barrel, and then he says. <laughs> Even the plastic colors uh, fade, plus the plastic becomes brittle and cracks with age. Your other option would be to switch over to a heavy type clay pot, Hmm. which we happen to have on sale. Yep. And and the big ones. Yeah, the big ones too. We've had bigger, but these are pretty big. As a two for hundred, they're eighteen inch, I think. Yeah. Patrick uh, is on the line at 210-308-8867 while Jerry looks for that. Two Hey there, Patrick. What's going on? Um, I just want to <clears throat> put uh, up a privacy area. So I'm looking for something that would grow to six feet or higher. And uh, not one plant, but, you know, uh, multiple plants to cover an area that's probably about in, uh, in running length. It's probably going to be about 20 feet. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, don't, obviously looking for something that will grow at a fairly decent rate. Um, you want that's evergreen? So that's the criteria. Yeah, evergreen. Oh, yes, please. Yep, yeah, evergreen. Did you Thank say you. sun or shade? Um, pretty much full sun. Okay, and you want it tall, you said. Yes. Thick. Um, Have we got deer? I miss. Oh, do we have deer? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You open holly. Even Texas mountain laurel, if it's in full sun. But that's slow. Yeah. But yeah, I guess if you the pay up front, it's yeah. But they uh, transplant easy. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're willing to pay for it. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, the uh, the standard Burford holly. How t- how tall did you say you wanted it to be? Um, it, six feet. Um, a minimum of six feet. Oh, no okay. more than eight. Six to that's, eight feet. That's, yep. more, that's a standard Yopon holly. And, okay. Uh, they won't freeze, and the deer don't seem to prefer them. Yeah, but the Yopon okay. holly will grow taller than that. But I guess one of the Selections. Oh, it's not a problem that grows taller as long as it gets at least okay. that high. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if it grows taller than he likes, uh, he can cut it yeah. out, cut the top out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get, get all your exercise every year. <laughs> um, what is what is the uh, there, there's an, there's another group of uh, plants uh, starts with a V, Milton. You helped me last time with this uh, that the deer don't eat. That oh, um, v, ver, ver, ver. it wasn't the verbena or the no. Oh, it's a shrub. Uh, uh, a bit, uh, not a billion. Uh. I'm blanking too. Yeah, we uh, there's a, there's another group uh, that uh, the deer won't eat. Evergreen, attractive uh, foliage. It has a bloom every spring, and uh, oh, some berries. Uh, berries don't last long. The birds get them quick. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fine. Something that feeds the yeah. birds is a great idea. Yeah, it, it's worth. You know, if you come to Millburgers, you can look. You can look at all those, uh, those several selections of yopons. Plus, you can look at uh, okay, X mountain laurel and that uh, V. If we ever, ever <laughs> can remember what it. Uh, not, Vita, uh, not Vitex. No. <laughs> Actually, Vitex would. Full sun. Yeah, Vitex would work. Yeah. This is not an evergreen, though, is it? No. What? No. Yeah, so we I would want something that's never evergreen. My Vitex isn't. My Vitex was sticks for a while. Really? You're looking at me funny. Uh, Vitex <laughs> is evergreen? I just took it for granted that Vitex no. is evergreen. All right, um, but uh, it's not as evergreen as it'll Yopon. It'll come to us, and unfortunately, after after we leave yeah. you here, but just put, okay. a, put, a, put okay. a V down, and it, and it, the examples here at Milburgers are relatively close to the Yopon, so you'll be all right. Yeah, great. And if if you want to leave, I go down there. If you want to leave your I, number, I, go down there all, I could go, call you at 10 or 2 o'clock that. in the morning yeah. when I think mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. You, you do that. <laughs> all right. Good luck. Um, um, all right. Thanks, Patrick. Two one two one zero. Wait, wait, don't, uh, don't leave your number. That's okay. <laughs> I, uh, was, I was kidding. Yeah, he was kidding. I, I'm sorry. I'm on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. going to call you when he remembered it today at 2 in the morning when he gets up. Uh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, we'll remember it in a second. So keep listening for a minute. I'll. I know that. Right. I know if I'll you hadn't out. asked me, I would. Let, let me do this. It. It's one uh, thirty. Let me call you back in twenty minutes. I'll call you back. Okay, let's see if we remember. Okay, <laughs> right, Patrick. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. <coughs> oh man, now we're under pressure. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ver vi 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 burnum. Viburnum. Oh, hey, man. There he goes. Any time. <laughs> like a steel trap. <laughs> With rust. There you go, Patrick. Lots of rust. Uh, did you Viburnum. hear that, Patrick? Viburnum, it's called. Okay, I'll and call there's, back uh, there's a number of different selections. <laughs> yeah, there's even one that's, that, that, that does really well in, in the shade, but most of them are, well, all of them do well in the shade. Yeah. But uh, they they can do the sun too, so. And they get big. Some get big. Yeah, oh yeah. Some don't get some don't get very big. Do, do the, they are they like hollies? They have dwarfs and standards and. Yeah, and they're li- and some of them they they uh, meddle with on your. Uh, 
Uh-oh. applications uh, yeah. to slow their growth down. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but they, they're very attractive and do, do, do well in the landscape, yeah, especially well as a uh, break because they're thick and their foliage yeah. is attractive, and they, they grow to six, eight feet tall, a lot of them do. So. I don't think they freeze either, do they? Well... Well, you remember that we had a great big... They did that first record. <laughs> yeah, we had had the big ones up around at the Botanical Garden when we were doing shows up there. Oh, yeah. Up there. Yeah. Up the hill. So anyway, it's worth uh, looking at. Yeah, that means here, here at Millburgers you got six or eight, seven different, uh, nine selections you can yeah. look at that would fit your bill. How do you spell Viburnum? V-I-B-U-R-N-U-M. Okay, just like it sounds. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget that, Malcolm. What? Don't, Don't forget, forget that name. By Burnham, all right. By Burnham, by it's Burnham. It's funny that I can, uh, I now can remember that it's, it starts with a V, but <laughs> why Why couldn't you remember the, the rest of the Yeah. That's strange. There's a lot of V plants, but that's, that's interesting, so. Do you recall Vitex being evergreen? Yeah, that's right. I wanted to take a look. All right, you look for that. I I got Vitex uh, right up outside my window, but it's a it's an old fifty year one that is just basically a remnant that's loaded with my bird feeding stuff. <laughs> well, I think it it definitely thins its leaves. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess something that, that dropped all its leaves at my house may not be necessarily uh, yeah it's pretty it's pretty tough though deciduous yeah it's coming back oh yeah we uh, from the ground or no 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 it was fine it's uh, it's it's leafing out and yeah I I have uh, several planted it in Tennessee and uh, when I was <laughs> getting ready to plant them there. I asked uh, Dr. McFadden, the guy that comes up, with, came up with the biscuits and all things like that, flare biscuits, and um, I said, "Why are there no verbe- verbena planted? Not verbena." Milton's right; it's deciduous. Vitex. <laughs> Why are there no vitex in this town? Al, if you'll just edit Milton's right and just play that occasionally, <laughs> that'll be great. Uh, but he he didn't know. I said, well, maybe they freeze. So I planted those out. That that's been uh, eight or ten years ago. They're never froze. They have frozen down. Huh? Now, they've grown over the roof of the house. Oh uh, yeah. I have to cut them back. We have some in our neighborhood that are gorgeous. I think I'm trying. I think after the big freeze when they did come back, mm-hmm. they were really full. Oh yeah. And colorful, they they something about that they liked. Well, that's one of those plants that we talk about that probably does better if you cut it back. Well, when it you know it's a Texas superstar, and uh, there were some complaints when we made it a Texas superstar that it was an invasive species. Hmm. At least an exotic species. Yeah, yeah. But they were talking about a different species uh, that was growing in the headwaters of uh, the r- river that runs through uh, Austin. 
and uh, but uh, the ones that we promote and sell around here uh, are are a different species, and uh, you don't see ever hardly ever see any seedlings coming out. But uh, anyway, they uh, they uh, they so to to appease those people. You know, I always like to appease people. I know you're such a yeah, I know get a along people, guy. People pleaser. Uh, such a peaser. But they, but they, so we put in there. If you really want them to be beautiful and don't want them to grow into a large tree and uh, uh, and, and be uh, uh, invasive, cut them down to the ground every year. Cut them off the ground. Okay. You can't kill it with a bulldozer. Yeah. A Vitek once it's established. And uh, it'll make that shrubby plant you're talking about. Okay. Maybe we have to cut ours down. We'll you, wait till the winter. You can cut it. You can cut it all the way down and use our favorite herbicide. I've, well, well, I've only well, got I've only got one Vitex left in my yard, and we started with. Uh, I'm not trying to kill seven. it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. You just said you thought I had to bulldoze. No, you you said you only had had several left in, in only your one. yard originally. Were there seedlings or were those planted? No, they were they were they planted. Planted, yeah. Okay. But they're old. I mean, they've been there a long time. And no seedlings. Didn't seem to be any. Yeah. So uh, that was, but anyway, this, we tried to appease the gotcha. crazies uh, as well as uh, make the plant more beautiful. But most people will not do that. I tell a story about uh, I, I wanted John Thomas to grow some up at Wild Seed Farm. Mm-hmm. And he, he planted them uh, right next to the hummingbird house uh, that he had up there. And, uh, no, butterfly house. I'm sorry. Well, I guess it was hummingbirds too. But uh, I said, no, okay. Probably I, not. I well, said, one, one pair. Yeah. I said, okay, John. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this plant for you. But the deal is I want you to cut it to the ground every, oh, the- every year. Mm-hmm. Cut it to the ground every year. Yeah. And John said, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Said, I said, well, yeah, if I come up here every year, every spring and cut it to the ground, you're not going to give me any problem. What about them? Huh? What about them? Sorry? What, what do about you want? Them? No, where the blue bonnets are. I don't know if they still have any. Do they still have any blue bonnets? I don't know. Oh. They'd be up there on that, that far table over there. Over there by those geraniums, if there are any left. Yeah. Did, all right, <laughs> 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Anyway, John would not cut it back. No, I bet you a lot of people. I'd, be, I'd have a tough time <laughs> oh, cutting yeah. down the one that we have. And I keep telling him, I said, you would have to kill that. You'd have to plow that up with a bulldozer to get rid of that thing. Did you want to come on the air with us? Will you come on the air with us? We're doing a radio show. Will you come on the air with us? 
and ask your question. Just grab that mic. It should be should be in front of you, talking there. That's be, beautiful you, grass you you'll got be there. on the air. And if you say, what's going on? You got a lot of that in your yard. I have a weed that I cannot find anything to kill, and I want I brought in samples to see if you could tell me what kind of weed this is and what I need to buy. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, Jerry's going to look at it now. Uh, He's looking at it. Can you tell what it is? I think that's that bluegrass. Is that bluegrass? Uh oh. He likes this weed. Oh, he does. Yeah, if it's bluegrass. Isn't, isn't it your whole yard? Is, yes, it's taken over the Bermuda grass. Isn't that great? No, it's what, not great. What color is the Bermuda grass? What? What color is the Bermuda grass now? Well, it's still a little brown. Brown, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what color is this now? Oh, this is green, and it grows so fast. They, isn't that great? It looks more like a weed, though. No, what makes it look like a weed? The you haven't mowed it. That's why it looks like a no, weed. No, no, no. My my landscape guy came. Well, he's not a landscape guy, but my yard man, maintenance man, he came and mowed um, on Wednesday, and it's grown that much. Isn't that neat? No, he's he's not gonna. He likes it. What? We're gonna wait till Calvin gets finished answering <laughs> questions because Calvin doesn't like it. As I'd Jerry have to Brent. mow like every three days to keep this an acceptable. It would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Green. <laughs> will it go away by itself, or will it? Huh? Will it go away by itself? No. Well, it might dis- when the heat when the right. when it gets hot. Calvin, we need your help. I didn't this woman wants to get rid of bluegrass, and Jerry uh, is, is that bluegrass is, or is unsuccessfully trying to convince her. Uh, to, <laughs> Keep uh, it. Yeah. So, uh, Calvin, is that good? your rescue? It is. Yeah. And actually, to the HOA, we're required to only oh. have Bermuda grass. What kind of grass is your lawn? Bermuda. 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 Is that so, rescue or little bluegrass? Whatever it is, I it's think be- I'm beautiful at this time of the year. Stop it. Her HOA won't let her have it. They'll oh. write me up. If you, give me a fine. No, they won't. She personally, I'm going to try to help you here. If you, she personally likes it, but her HOA says no. no. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so she needs help getting so rid of it. So what do they uh, What do they want you to do? Bermuda grass. It's the only grass that we're allowed to have. Where? Even in the wintertime. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what's I bet in the they charter. don't, don't uh-huh. know about the weather. See, we're, we're, we've been busy recommending that people that have uh, shady areas and have mixed Landscapes that they just mold this uh, rescue grass or annual bluegrass down this, just like they would Bermuda. And then when the Bermuda is ready for action, this, this grass will be done. It'll be too warm for it. Oh, okay. Now you. Well, we've been, some of us have been trying to talk the HOA into changing the charter and letting us have some different kinds of grass because when the houses were built, you know, the trees were a little. Little. Yeah, right. oh, that's a good you know? point. Yeah, now you and we it. got a lot of sun. Well, now the houses are 15 years old or so, and the oak trees are getting really big. Yeah, and it's so shady. Yeah, because we have small lawns, so th- the muta grass is not really doing too well. That's right. I but think it's HOA probably rescue grass. Is it rescue grass? I think it probably rescue. It's not. It's not geranial, is it? No, but bluegrass. Yeah. Now this rescue grass. If it's in full sun, I've got some that's this tall, and boy, that's it's gotten tough. Where in the shade, like you describe, it's very looks like this very attractive and most easy. 
Well, that's doing really well in the backyard because I only have um, a redbud tree in the backyard, and it's at the very back by the fence. So the backyard gets more sun than the front yard, but the front yard just has this one big oak tree, and the Bermuda grass is just so dying out. Yeah. You have a lot of choices. You got mow, or you can uh, sp you can take a chance and spray a a grass be gone kind of herbicide but then you you got we've tried this before and we've had some bad luck with the the bermuda grass so the bermuda may not like the grass be gone yeah the bermuda may not then i have to just leave it and forget it i tell them that the yeah the active management <laughs> the active management that we're recommending is just mow it every two weeks and it looks good I'm scheduled to have my lawn mowed every two weeks, but this has been needing it like every four days. Really? Are you That's watering the same or thing anything? Jerry was saying, yeah. You're not watering or anything, are you? No. Yeah. Uh, don't don't fertilize. Don't water. Can she do a pre-emergent at some point to uh, to prevent it from coming back? Next year. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, March. March next First, year, which yeah. is a pre-emergent. Do you know that you, you put it down and it kind of it gets gets rid of it before it comes up. It doesn't let it come up. Oh, okay. No, uh, grass. Uh, a lot of the anti-grass crew is, is one. Dimension is another one. But okay, can, can I will put that on the calendar. Can for I next ask year, how where you live? Cibolo. Oh, okay. So she got the same soil that. Here basically, yeah, yeah. No, I think. But if it if sounds, you don't want to, you don't want to damage the grass at the Bermuda and keep that no, from coming. I don't. No, no, that's the, that's, the, and this will eventually just kind of go kaput. How long yeah, before? Kind of, it? Kind of, you you can. I think depends on your HOA. You you might be get away with saying that the, that those freezing record freezing temperatures in February. And December is why we're having such prosperous uh, grassy weeds this year. I try that. Yeah, and that really the only so you don't want to you don't want to injure your Bermuda grass. No. So the, so the the best treatment is continue your two week every two week mowing. Well, we're trying to get the HOA to let us put in uh, St. Augustine. Yeah, for um, for the shade, well, for the shady not, areas. Yeah, that's not gonna make it in the shade. St. Augustine won't. No, that, what's that, good for the shade? <laughs> Bermuda won't grow in the shade. Bermuda won't in the shade. Uh, the if it's if it's under a big tree, it and, is and a lot of shade. Yes, uh, you'd be better off using ground covers, some type of ground Asian jasmine ground covers. Uh, well. Uh, Really? Well, they may really. not let her do that. Does that I mean, look like grass? monkey grass? Why wouldn't they want to do that? Oh, mm. if there, you mean there might be a rule on the HOA? Yeah, the HOA probably is not going to let her do ground covers instead. Although they might, maybe if you do a uh, a hardscape type garden. I don't know. Oh no, we oh. had a neighbor tried that. Yeah, oh. with the rocks uh, and uh. things like that and zero scape. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang like on. That. We need to take a break. You can, keep, you can keep talking to these guys in a sec, but <laughs> we're taking a quick break. Don't go anywhere. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. If I could, I'm asking one small favor. I've got a half. 
left some bacon in my beans. And bacon welcome back to my Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930. Thank you. I hope it works out. 210-308-8867. Patrick called back. Okay, are you ready? Do you remember the, the shrub for Patrick? Uh-oh. <laughs> Patrick, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Remind Calvin about why you're calling back. He's forgotten. Patrick, are you there? <laughs> He's forgotten. Where'd Patrick go? He's embarrassed. He's okay. Forgotten. Well, you you remind Calvin why you call him. You, he wanted to that shrub that you couldn't remember that started with a V. Viburnum. Viburnum. There look you go. at him. He got it now. Okay. Ask him ten minutes from now. No, he'll, I think he's stuck now. You think so? I think I think it's oh, in the set. Yeah, it'll come. It'll won't be lost again until I need it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, I think we gave him a, a whole a good yeah, list a bunch of different choices. From. Yeah. Um, All right, it's getting close, Milton. What's that? Oh wait, do, do so? Do we have Patrick? Patrick, are you there? If they were talking about arborvitae, they were talking about another shrub. Oh, uh oh, Patrick, we just remembered this one. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead. Viburnum. Well, okay, what was the other? Oh, Sorry. viburnum, viburnum. Yeah. Got it. I know what that one is. Yeah, that's good. Good. Okay. Oh All right. Back. We're glad you called back. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I called back, too. Um, that sounds great, and um, we'll probably be down there next weekend to buy that stuff. Well, come wave at um, us. Yeah, I won't go be ahead. calling I'm sorry. you at 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, that sounds, I feel relief. I feel relief. He wasn't going to um, pick up his phone. Okay. He was just going to let you leave a message. You understand? You'd be surprised. A lot of people pick up their phone at 2 o'clock. Oh, yeah, well, not me. Really? <laughs> that gets an emergency. Name three. Oh, I guess they could. Yeah, yeah. but... Probably yeah. not from a number they don't recognize. So. It's not somebody yeah. wants to buy my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah right. They don't call after dark. What else, Patrick? Anything well, else? No, that's it. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Good. Yeah, Good, man. We'll talk calling. to you later. Sure. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, I have a feeling for that woman in her HOA that, I mean, I don't know much about gardening. Let me just preface this by saying it, but... Uh, and I, let's see, I don't know much about growing grass or growing vegetables or I don't know much about growing herbs. I don't know much about growing flowers. What, what's, what's my point again? Uh, you, <laughs> you've got a uh, University of Texas uh, oh, that's right. uh, English major. Yeah, I was going to say. You don't say, know diddly. She's not going to have much of a challenge uh, because I think her neighbors, if those trees are getting big, that Bermuda, oh, yeah. which be. once looked great, is probably going to. Well, that's why I mentioned our, our landscape architect. Yeah. Oh, our, to get somebody on their side? Yeah. It, well, and then there's also probably parts of that lawn that she could use one of those grass-be-gone kind of. Yeah. And uh, t- take it out there. there. There's no, the Bermuda isn't going to do well anyway. They may as well yeah. go to your uh, Ruelia or to uh, monkey grass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a and good idea. If you have somebody come in there and put them in a design or something. Yeah, that's right. And they really, if well, what is that uh, the no. the neighborhood over there by the uh, uh, the auditorium, the uh, basketball court? 
downtown. Yeah, right. Uh, Southton or King William or King William. There's a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, landscapes there where the, the yeah. sh- trees are so shaded yep. that you really can't grow any grass. So actually, but, a good good place to go to see hardscape yeah. type things. They've they've done a great job. There's and lots that, of good ideas, and they got them in layers. And, yeah, and it's it really, really pretty. Good. Don't yeah. they have uh, hey. tours over there? A tourist tours. Oh, I'm sure. Actually, I know do. they do. Oh yeah. Hey, well, let's uh, get to Robert real quick before we have to to close for the day. Okay. Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We'll see if we can't answer your question before we go. What's going on? Very quickly, I've got four of the Southern Sensation grapevines in the ground. Should I prune the lower new growth and just what? let it grow from the top of the plant? What was the question? Tell us again what, what kind of grapes. The new ones, the Southern oh. Sensation. Oh. oh, okay. Should uh. I trim the growth that's below the top of the original, I guess, stock, for yeah, lack right. of a better term? Uh, they're, on, they're on their own root system. And, Correct. Uh, usually the first year, you just let them establish themselves and grow, grow vine. And then the second year, you start selecting uh, uh, the arms. You turn savage. <laughs> so, uh, okay. No, I just, just wanted to make sure future growth by letting the lower stuff keep going. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and let the. All right. Well, this worked out perfectly. So we've got about, about 30 seconds left. So good luck. Thanks, guys. Have a great Thanks man. Yeah, you take Bye. care. 210-308-8867-210. We won't give the number out again, actually. I just do it (laughs) by habit because we are almost out of time. So uh, anything else you want to bring up before we... You think that's a a disease or... What? Well, you you keep giving the phone number. I don't know. There might be. No. (laughs) I've got... You uh, can't stop. You can't stop. I I think that's it. Can't stop phone. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, thanks to everybody for listening, and thanks to Al for doing a great job with all the pig songs. And uh, we will see you next Saturday and Sunday. We'll be back here live at Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.